you're essentially asking for help when you're voicing your truth. And what that comes down to is living as your authentic self. When you tell your boyfriend that you're really working on your temper, that you really want to be able to fight fair, that you don't want to fall back on using volume or actions to get your point across, you give them the opportunity to hold the loving space for you and to really see that you're struggling internally and that your intentions are pure. Good morning, friends, and welcome to the Calm Collective podcast, Soulful. I'm Cassandra, and I am so excited that you are joining me here today to talk about something that a reader actually inquired about. It has to do with relationships, and it has to do with having a bad temper. This isn't something that I'm completely familiar with, but... I can absolutely empathize, and so I wanted to share some thoughts on her question, which we will get to in just a second. I wanted to talk about, first, those days when you feel a little bit off. Um, I wanted to make sure that any of you who are having an off day understand that that is 100% okay. And to share that I've discovered a really super easy mindful practice for when I feel stuck or in a funk of bland emotions or when I'm feeling irritable, I simply take a deep breath and I say the feeling out loud. An example might be, I have zero patience today. I breathe again and then I say, and so it is. That's it. When you claim the emotion, you release the power it has on you. I promise that it works. It's that easy to flow through a negative feeling or hold up. Will it go away at the drop of a hat? Probably not. But I can assure you that if you keep doing this practice every five minutes or so, if you keep naming your emotions and releasing them from your heart space, you'll feel lighter. Another example that can come along with when I say I have zero patience today A lot of times for me, that gets released onto Jasper. So when I'm taking him out for a walk and I'm waiting for him to go to the bathroom, especially if it's cold or if I'm like the middle of writing or something like that, I can feel myself getting anxious with him and just wanting him to hurry up. If I say to myself, I have zero patience today, and so it is, it's out, it's out of my body It's now just something that I'm merely observing and can step away from. I can separate myself from that emotion. So I encourage any of you guys to try that who might be going through a little bit of an off day, as I called it. Now, on to today's question. The reader asked, how do I stay mindful and keep my bad temper in check when I'm fighting with my boyfriend? I want to fight fair, but it's so easy for me to explode whenever we have an argument. I hate reacting this way, so I'd love any feedback. Mm. The good news here is that I can say with full certainty that you're not alone in this arena. So personally, I don't have a bad temper. And um, I will say, though, that this is such a common human behavior. So I'm really, really grateful that this question was asked because I know it 
will resonate with so many of you who might have the same struggle. So first things first to recognize, and I tell this to all of my friends whenever they talk about an issue that they're having or a problem that they're having, and when they're recognizing like a bad pattern or something that they don't love about themselves, you're already self-aware, which is major. Many people, especially those with a hotter head, tend to have struggles with accepting where they fall short. In this case, having a short fuse or a bad temper when things are frustrating or don't go the way that they would ideally like or if they're talked to in a certain way, etc. So the fact that you're able to accept this about yourself and the fact that you're eager to change it is a really beautiful thing and is worth noting. Second, I feel like there's an array of ways that this can be tackled, and I feel confident that if you use certain techniques during your times of heat, you will find it so much easier and maybe even uneventful the next time that you find yourself in conflict with your boyfriend. So here are some some ways that are attainable and really simple Hopefully they don't cause an eye roll because of how simple they are, but that can help when you have a bad temper um, and you find yourself in conflict. First is to breathe. I know it's so cliche, but just bear with me. Breath work is truly no joke. And when we use it in times of heat, in times of worry or frustration, pain, you can literally feel your insides start to slow down. Your body temperature lowers, your heartbeat slows, your throat chakra opens, and you're invited to welcome in so much more calming energy. So even if the person that you're in conflict with is giving off frustration towards you taking this time to just breathe, to them it could look like you are so mad, so mad that you can't even come up with words. Just Trust yourself, trust your instincts, give them that space to feel that frustration and focus solely on yourself and what you need to arrive in a place of calm. If you need something more than breathing, simply count to 10 super slow. You can also recite the alphabet in your head. This forces you to concentrate or something that I do often, um, especially in when I'm in um, road rage or if I'm feeling really anxious and waiting in line. I know I have to go, but there's nothing that I can do. I'll identify each finger. So it sounds really silly, but I'll just say, like, this is my thumb. This is my index finger. This is my middle finger. This is my ring finger. This is my pinky. It sounds nuts, but it's truly such an easy way to bring you from 60 to zero. The next thing is to accept and truly accept. Don't just accept at surface level. Truly know and accept that nothing is personal. This fact will literally save your life. And it's truly the one thing that I can pinpoint that's changed my life the most when it comes to my relationships, both with those closest to me and with perfect strangers. Nothing is personal. So the next time you're in an argument with someone and someone says something to you that makes your blood boil, see them as someone who's battling with themselves. 
Another tip is to put yourself in an imaginary bubble. I do this all the time. Literally visualize this. Make it so that the words and accusations or whatever is coming at you can't land. Don't take that on. Don't let them stick. They literally bounce off of the bubble that you've created for yourself. Understand that you can very well listen without absorbing. Let me say that again. You can listen without absorbing. Being able to detach yourself from negative emotions and other people's frustrations during conflict will eventually bring you to a place where you can remain calm and level during arguments and hear the person instead of coming from a place of strictly reacting, which as humans, it's so easy to do. That is what we are trained to do. We are trained to react. Also, know your triggers. Know them like the back of your hand. To continue on the last point a little bit, by knowing and identifying your triggers, you're able to understand and then accept why you're reacting the way that you are or why this is feeling so intense for you. I don't believe anyone ever when they say that they were just born with a bad temper, that it's genetic or my mom has a bad temper. I got it from her. I love you, but no. Sure, you picked up on that bad temper, but Bad tempers stem from not fully understanding how to self-soothe and to work through your hot spots and to unblock what it is that's buried so deep that it explodes when someone or something confronts you in a way that you don't like. So the next time that you're set off, take note. Whether it's a stranger does something or um, the littlest thing, if it sets you off, if it like ignites any sort of a trigger take note of it. Jot it down. What happened? What was said? What was done? When you get a moment, track it in your phone. Like I said, write it down. Then go somewhere quiet where you can journal all that came up for you. This will help you to better recognize what your triggers really are. That way, you're able to communicate them with your partner or the people that you're closest to or just communicate it with yourself When you find yourself in a situation where you're about to lose your cool, you can own the emotion by saying, ah, this is one of my triggers. Okay, that's all right. I'm owning this. I know that this is hard for me to work through. This is simply a trigger. As I said before, once you know your triggers, then you're able to have an honest conversation with your partner. But I think it should go, I'm saying partner simply because the reader um, specified that she has issues fighting with her boyfriend. But like I said before, I really think that this goes beyond that. Um, I think that it's really important to um, be honest with all of those close to us about what it is that we need um, and how it is that we're feeling. When you do that, you free a bit of the power that your triggers and emotions have over you. So in some ways, by doing this, by confronting your emotions and being honest with the people that are most important to you in your life, in this case, uh, the reader's boyfriend, you're essentially asking for help when you're voicing your truth. And what that comes down to is living as your authentic self. When you tell your boyfriend that you're really working on your temper, that you really want to be able to fight fair, that you don't want to fall back on using volume or actions to get your point across, you give them the opportunity to hold the loving space for you and to really see that you're struggling internally and that your intentions are pure. 
So be open and vulnerable and share your struggles. Also, I will say to bite your tongue. At times, this will be so necessary when you have a bad temper. It sounds kind of bad because I don't mean that you shouldn't speak your mind or speak your truth. On the contrary, but when you're suffering from fiery compulsions, it's usually best in these moments to listen. This is actually a super powerful tool. And when you can get to the point where listening is actually your go-to strategy during an argument, I think you'll find so much internal peace within yourself. It's something that a lot of us as humans lack, empathy and a listening ear. It's so much easier to react. It's so much easier to speak, to share what we think, to speak our piece, to get to get to the point of what we want to say, to disregard someone else's words if they don't serve our own. This is how disconnects happen. This is how fights erupt. And this is how the fights that start as something grow into something else happen. So I really encourage you to practice empathy and to listen more than you speak. And remember, like I said before, there's a difference between being able to listen and absorbing other people's thoughts and words that are coming on to you. Lastly, I do want to say, I think this is really, really important, that if you're being verbally attacked, so say you have a a bad temper, but the words coming at you are really, really, really aggressive, you have every right to dismiss yourself from the situation. This doesn't mean that you pack a bag and run, unless it's verbal abuse in that case, bye, get out of there, go to a safe place. But just calmly state that you're hearing them, but in order to process and to ensure you don't say something you don't mean, you'd like to cool off and take a walk, and that you'll be back. You might be able to do the tips that I listed prior um, a lot more effectively if you give yourself some of that space. Or If you're like me, I'm not a huge fan of separating during tension, vote that you take a silent walk together. Hold hands, get outside in nature, rain or shine, cold or hot, breathe in some fresh air, and have some sort of bodily connection. Staying connected in whatever way you can, I find, is the most healing way to get back to ground zero, where you can begin the conversation again. No one said an argument had to be solved in X amount of time. Personally, I would much rather solve it gracefully and completely than half-hearted and rush just trying to get to that end result of, okay, we fixed this, moving on. You can't put a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. So again, I can't, I can't emphasize enough that I really feel like staying connected both to yourself and to the one that you love through conflict is so, so important. We're all imperfect humans trying our best just to be loved and to be understood. So I really hope this helps. To the reader who sent in this question, I think you're an amazing human who's already so ahead of the curve by addressing things in yourself that aren't landing well for you. So whoever your partner is, I think that they are very lucky to have you. I want to leave this episode with one of my favorite quotes that I feel resonates so well with this subject. If the ocean can calm itself, so can you. We are all salt water mixed with air.